Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful and beautiful Tuesday morning. It's another day in paradise for you and me. <laughs> so, uh, hope everybody's doing well today. I hope you slept well. I hope you had a good evening and uh, ready to start today fresh and anew. And uh, you know what? Let's uh, remember this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. So, you know, we have another wonderful day to serve Jesus. Isn't that not wonderful? And uh, so we should be excited. You know, like I say, I know that I wake up in the mornings and, and I'm, I'm usually uh, uh, excited. Uh, good morning, Ed. Good morning, Jennifer. And uh, I'm, I'm usually, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm usually a pretty big morning person. And uh, uh, through the years, people have, good morning, Miss Angel. And people have uh, wanted to choke the life out of me. But then again, it doesn't matter if it's morning, noon, or, or night. Uh, most people want to choke the life out of me. So, you know, that doesn't really bother me. <laughs> they want to do it in the mornings as well. So I know a lot of people aren't uh, as excited uh, in the morning as I am. But hey, listen. Uh, you know, I, like I told you a long time ago, uh, when I was, I'll never forget, is a good teaching moment uh, when my dad was, uh, when he was a pastor at uh, Liberty Church of the Brethren over here in Gray, uh, before he started Fat Life Bible Church, uh, I was um, I was forced to go to VBS. <laughs> I didn't want to go. I just had no intention. I just didn't want to do it. I just, you know, I was a kid, didn't want to go. And and uh, be honest with you, I, I know it sounds weird, but I always felt more comfortable around adults than I did other kids. I, I know it just sounds, you know, but I just did. And I wanted to, I actually wanted to be upstairs uh, in church. I didn't want to, I didn't want to go. And I was ticked and I was mad. Good morning, Anita. And, uh, and I, uh, uh, the teacher was trying to get me to do stuff and I was just bucking up and wouldn't do it. And uh, she said, she looked at me, she says, it is, life is what you make it. You can make it miserable or you make it happy. You won't have to do this one way or the other, so you might as well make it happy. So you know what? We start our day, we may be dreading going to work or dreading the doctor's appointment or dreading whatever, but guess what? You're going to have to do it, so might as well just suck it up and make it the best that you can. And, uh, uh, you know, I've, I've always had this, uh, you know, stubbornness about me that if I don't want to do something, you know, I just, uh, uh, I get a, uh, somewhat of a bad attitude. <laughs> and, and so I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't want to, uh, uh, make it uh, harder than what it has to be. And, you know, and I'm not trying to teach, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to do no Norman Vincent Peel, uh, positive mental attitude, garbage, uh, some new age bull. That's not the point. It is God uh, that gives us joy. It is God that gives us peace. And when we're struggling, when we're getting, feeling ourselves getting frustrated and aggravated uh, with something we don't want to do, just do it. Just give it to the Lord. Say, Lord, help me to have a better attitude. And uh, let me do this for your glory. You know, uh, that's what I try to tell my daughter. You know, she's not always excited to, to go to work, and most people aren't. Uh, she's got a great job, and she's got a great boss, and uh, she's very good to her. But, you know, she's a kid, and she don't always want to go. But I always try to explain to her, you know, uh, just work as if you're working for the Lord. You know, it's not so much the, she, the new job she's got now. Uh, she's uh, usually pretty excited about going. But her former job she had, she would, oh, boy, she really, really didn't want to go. And I said, just work like you're working for Jesus. Don't worry about the, the other people. So if we can have that kind of attitude today that, hey, we're going we're gonna to do, we're going to use today for Jesus. Man, we'll have a much better outlook and a better smile. And, you know, and that's one thing I want to do. 
too. I was talking about yesterday, doing these morning devotions. I want this to be, you know, you, you've, you've heard my dad refer to himself as a coach. And, and, and really, that's kind of, in, in essence, as a pastor, that's uh, kind of what we are, is, uh, is to inspire, to encourage uh, you on your daily journey and walk and battles. And uh, I'm not here to be full of crap and blow sunshine up your perspective place <laughs> and uh, you know what I'm talking about but I want to get you uh, encouraged and excited for the day at hand and so I, I feel like if I can approach the devotions with a smile a certain amount of zeal and excitement uh, that it will encourage you to have a better day and that's what that is my goal is to help you in your spiritual walk and to help encourage you to have a better day and let's not look at the day with dread and uh, but with anticipation and how the God can use us. You know, I, I uh, was a, for a while, I was uh, giving uh, some political commentary before the devotion. And, and I felt like uh, uh, that was needed, but now the Lord's leading me to uh, drop that and, and go towards uh, uh, another area. And, uh, and that's the point that I want to encourage. I feel like Christians need encouragement uh, now more than ever uh, because of, of all the events going on in our country and, and all the, uh, uh, it's so easy to be, to have that anger and frustration, uh, with, uh, with current events and, uh, and seeing this divide, uh, that, uh, that is in our country. And let's not, uh, as Christians, let us pull together and be united as one body. And as we could do that, imagine the great and wonderful things that we could accomplish. So let us uh, come together, brothers and sisters, as one body in Christ Jesus. And let us uh, serve an almighty God and be one voice that can be heard in this nation. And let us be that salt of the earth that we're called to be, that light in the world of darkness. And let's show people Jesus. And if we can do that, uh, what mighty things that we can accomplish for Jesus. So with this said, let's go ahead and let's do our morning devotions. All right. Let's, I mean, morning devotion. I mean, a pledge of allegiance. All right. Give me just a second here to pull this up for social media. Remember to remove your hats. Stand. And let's place our hands over our heart. Here we go. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And I will every time emphasize under God, because that, my friends, is extremely important, that we have a nation that is uh, serving an almighty God. And when you start taking that away, uh, you're going to... Um, uh, wish you uh, hadn't because if God removes his hand from this earth, we are in big trouble. So, but, um, Ed said, it's so important to remember God is at work, no matter what we see happening on the surface. Yes, sir. Good point. Thank you for that comment. It's nice to meet Ed. He come out, uh, Sunday evening when we had our outdoor service and it was really good to, uh, to meet Ed in person. You know, we see a lot of you know, I comment back and forth with people on social media, but it's always nice to put a face uh, with who I'm talking to. And uh, like I said before, it's always difficult uh, when I'm out and uh, you run into certain people. Now, this doesn't apply to Ed, but uh, I've run into people out and, and they say, well, I'm on your social media. And I'm like, man, it don't, I don't like nothing. I said, I'm not familiar with who that is. And I get home and look them up. 
It ain't a wonder, man. They got more filters and, and you can shake a stick at their, all their pictures are blurred out and dog noses and ears. And I'm thinking, well, no wonder I didn't recognize them. My gosh, hey, you know, <laughs> yeah, they, they, everything's blurred out. It's a little wonder they recognize themselves. So, but, uh, but anyway, so, uh, but I'm, I'm bad about, uh, trying to uh, remember people anyway, and it makes you feel bad because I don't want people to think, well, uh, that they're not important or that uh, I don't like them. And it's just like years ago, long before Facebook, uh, there was a gentleman who used to come and talk to me all the time when I worked at the Johnson City Mall. And it's a great guy. I thought the world of him, but I could never remember his name. And so I tried to avoid it all the time. Well, there's a little guy that walks around the mall, and he's he's uh, special needs, and this sweet little guy. I think that I've always tried to look out for him. Well, he was standing there when this other individual come up, and uh, a little guy, you know, like I said, he's he's you know he's uh, special needs, and he said, "What's his name?" Out of the blue, and I and that guy just stopped and just looked at me, and I was like, "Oh no!" So I said a name that I thought was his. I was confident. And that wasn't it. He got mad and walked off. Because every time he'd see me, he'd say, hey, Matt, hey, Matt. And I can never remember his name. So to make it worse, I saw him uh, about about a month later in a restaurant. So I thought, well, I messed up on that name. I'm almost positive this is his name. And I said it, uh, the name, and he looked at me and said, that's not my name. And he got mad again, and I've never seen him since. And I just, oh, gosh, I just felt so terrible. Because this guy was really cool cat and and uh, always enjoyed talking to him and it, it just i hate i wouldn't hurt nobody for nothing and that just killed me so uh you know that's why i just straight up ask people what's your name you know because it just uh, i'd rather ask and be sure that to screw up royally like i did with this guy so and as it is with church i, I know your face uh, but I'm just bad with names. So um, Brandy and Fetch used to get mad at me when we were dating. Why didn't you introduce me? Because I don't know who they are. So, But Anita said he's still tomorrow. Day. Yeah, he is. In fact, he comes up and talks to me. Uh, that little guy I was referring to, he comes up and talks to him. I don't want to say his name on here. But he, uh, 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 sweet little guy. I think the world of him. And, uh, yeah, he's there all the time. He always uh, asks about Dad, and he always comes to our Freedom Hall events. And so good guy. All right, uh, let's see here. Um, let's look at 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 16. So if you have your Bibles available, you look those up. If not, then I have it where you can read right along. 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 16. For we have not followed cunningly devised fables when we made known unto you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but were eyewitnesses of his majesty. All right. Let's go ahead and uh, bring this up here. Now, um, looking at this verse, all right, there's a couple of things we need. I think we need to address. You know, um, I'm going to start out with this. Uh, you know, I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. All, right? I, all of you that are watching out there, uh, you know, I, I think that you are well-intentioned. Uh, I, I am not... Uh, a theologian, I am not no scholar, <laughs> you know, uh, just, and, and I, uh, 
and I have my shortcomings. And uh, sometimes, as friends, we have to agree to disagree, and that's fine. You know, I, I've always never understood people like, just because they disagree with something, they automatically remove you from your friends list and uh, and, and block you just because they don't like what you're saying. I mean, I, there's a lot of people that post stuff that I don't like. In fact, there was a post the other day where this individual was pro-Biden uh, and really just trashing our president with a bunch of just really blatant lies. And I really had to hold back. I'll be honest with you, I had to hold back from typing in things that I probably shouldn't have said. So I, I, I held back. So, But I can scroll on. And, uh, and the reason why I leave these individuals on there, even though I don't agree, the point uh, that I use, just like in my book I wrote, Virtual Missionaries, is to use social media as a way to minister. And so do a lot of other people. But uh, this one individual, I see people sharing a lot. Uh, well, there's a couple. One is the is, is Greg Locke is his name. I, I just there's something about this guy. He just bugs the daylights out of me. I think he's full of crap. I think it. Uh, he's a little opportunist. Every time if you notice, every time there's some event, he's got his face in that camera. I researched this guy. He's got some things, uh, some shadiness about him that I, it, it it bothers me. All right, I'll be honest with you. You know, and, and there's a lot of people who can be sincere, but are sincerely wrong. And I just, uh, something about this cat just really, really bugs me. So I, every time I, you know, I know a lot of people share his videos. If you're one of them, I'm not saying you're less a Christian or you're a bad person. Please, if I, if, I, if you, if I feel what you feel you need to do, that's fine. I don't look down on you, all right? I'm just saying that's my, my personal issue uh, with this individual. Uh, and there, there's um, uh, the, the other guy that's going around, and he says he's completely had a dream, and he's tapping the uh, the Bible three times in this dream, and this is supposed to happen, and that's supposed to happen. Friends, we don't have prophets today because we have the Word of God. There's no reason to to have prophets and to have uh, these, you know, these. Uh, visions and uh, uh, these new teachings that are coming about. It, it, it's, just, it's just baloney. We have everything that we need right here. God has given us what we need. We don't need no extra revelations. We don't need no extra visions. Now, can God reveal things to you through his word that uh, maybe wasn't revealed there before? Sure. As soon as somebody starts out saying, well, I had a dream. Well, you know what? Um, uh, uh, Nicole Barnett says, thank you. Thought I was the only one who found him distasteful. Thank you, Nicole. I, I appreciate that call, Meg. I, I, it makes me very nervous <laughs> when, I, when I do things like that. I, I don't want to turn people off, and I don't want to uh, uh, make anybody angry. Uh, but, uh, that's what I was saying. That's, that's between you and and God. But uh when people say they've had a dream, I usually just that about turns me off, you know, because, uh, you know, in, in my um, doctoral studies, uh, my, one of my professors uh, we, in our counseling class, we we addressed um, dreams, uh, and because uh, a lot of people want to have meanings in dreams, and they want to think they had a vision in dreams. Yes, in biblical times, sometimes the Lord did reveal things to talk to people in dreams. And uh, I don't put a lot of stock in dreams. Nine times out of ten, it's something you you know you've watched or read, you know, and that's what this professor was telling you. It was fifteen minutes before you go to sleep, and that's you generally what you will dream about. And uh, so I don't put a lot of stock in that. In fact, remember that the devil can appear as an angel of light. Remember that, okay? He can twist things and dreams, and and uh, and so. Uh, we have to be very careful about these sorts of things. And so that's why, you know, we, we look at God's word here and talk about these cunningly devised fables. 
Uh, you know, that's what the Apostle Paul was referring to. There was these individuals who were trying to pretend uh, to to be apostles, and, and they were uh, apostates, and they were they were false prophets, and they were sharing erroneous things. And that's why when the Apostle Paul says, you know, before he's talking about I, uh, if you look at, in fact, let's look at verses, starting with verse 12, and then we'll read on down. Second uh, Peter 1 says, Wherefore I, if you notice he puts I, I will not be negligent to put you always in remembrance of these things, though ye know them, and ye be established in the present truth. Yea, I think it meet, as long as I am in this tabernacle, to stir you up by putting you in remembrance, knowing that I that shortly I must put off this my tabernacle, even as the Lord Jesus Christ has shown me. Moreover, I will endeavor that ye may be able after I'm sorry, that ye may be able after my decease what is the matter with me this morning, I'm sorry, after my decease to have these things always in remembrance. For we all right, if you notice, look at that. We had I, 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 but in here it says we have not followed cunningly devised fables. Very important reason why that's in there is that he is backing his claims up with the other apostles to prove what he is saying is true. They were teaching, these, these individuals he's confronting was teaching a false version of Jesus, and he's coming in, and that's why he puts in we have not followed Cunningly devised fable, when we may known unto you the power and the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but were eyewitnesses of his majesty. So he's turning things back around these individuals and and and, uh, uh, and giving them the truth uh, of what uh, was going on and calling these people out. And, uh, you know, that's one problem we have with Christianity and with Jesus Christ is this moral relativism uh, that, that is seeing, you know, we're seeing new age seeping in uh, to our churches and being taught from pulpits. And uh, so that's one thing that we have to uh, be, have discernment and understanding and be very careful because some of these churches, and sadly, are, are preaching another Jesus, another Jesus entirely, a Jesus that is tolerant and a Jesus that uh, is is uh, justifying sin and and you know a, a, a different God of the Bible yes uh, Jesus is love uh, Jesus you know he loves us but he hates sin see that's the distinction that a lot of churches don't make is that uh, he you know they make it sound like he is uh, tolerant of all things and that he would condone rioting and and I mean it's just it's insanity uh, that uh, the, the the version of Christ that these these people teach now uh, you know Jesus was uh, when he was being persecuted when he was being beaten as he was being led as a lamb to the slaughter he remained silent and and he you know and and and, and did what he was uh, called to do and wanted to do to save us for our you know, do that substitutionary atonement and he didn't do it for the whole world because he knew the whole world would not accept him. And that's a false biblical teaching. And a lot of people have a hard time with that. But if Jesus come for the elect and who the elect is, we don't know. That's why we minister. That's why we, we talk to those uh, out there uh, in the hopes that uh, uh, we can uh, plant that seed that come to know Jesus Christ. You may say, well, how do I know if I'm one of the elect? Hey, if you know Jesus Christ, your personal Lord and Savior, you have nothing to worry about. You're good. You know, anybody that comes to Christ, he will not deny. But um, but we have to be very careful. And I noticed here lately in particular, there's a, I think because uh, just as we see a storm coming, all right, we, we see the dark clouds. We can smell the rain in the air. We know, hey, it's going to come a major storm. Let's get inside, close the doors, batten down the hatches, and be prepared. I think that as Christians, 
uh, we smell that storm, we smell that rain, we can sense that uh, these are the end times, that, uh, that it's not going to be long before Christ raptures us out of here. We can sense it. I, I don't think it takes a real Einstein to understand it. And as a result, I think people are overreaching and, and, and searching uh, for things that may not be there. And I see a lot of erroneous and, and uh, unbiblical things being sent out in videos uh, that these people are saying or, or um, sharing posts uh, in regards to prophecy and and um, and visions and dreams and and I, as soon as I get these things, I'm like, man, this is this is so not true. I mean, this is this is wrong. And uh, you know, and I don't say much because I, I understand that people are well intentioned, and that's why they send these things to me. And and, and I don't want again, I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. But guys, I'm just going to tell you, you want to have to be um, uh, have more. Uh, Pray for more be, being sensitive to the leading of the Spirit and more discernment uh, from God so that you don't fall for these cunningly devised fables. And uh, so we need to be aware of these things. And um, even though on the surface there may be a negative truth, but if they're sharing, but if they're sharing erroneous teaching, things that are, are, are not uh, doctrinally sound, uh, we don't need to be sharing these kind of things. God's Word is going to give us everything we need right here. All right, we don't need to to have extra uh, teaching and and visions. That is, that's not necessary. We have everything we need right here that God's going to tell us. And the main thing is to be prepared to know Jesus Christ, your personal Lord and Savior. And if you've made that commitment, if you accepted Jesus Christ, that's all that need that is necessary. That's all you need to to know. And uh, there's people out there who uh, you know who are obsessed with uh, premillennialism, all millennialism, post bill, uh, you know, uh, pre trib, mid trib. Uh, talking about the tribulation, and and you know they're obsessed with these kind of things, and it's fine and good to understand and have knowledge of uh, eschatology, uh, you know the study of end time events. That's fine. That's good. Uh, I enjoy the studies as well, but uh, we don't need to be so obsessed with that that we're not focusing on our walk with Christ. And let's be sure that that we're only focusing on our walk with Jesus Christ, that it is right and true, that uh, that we are sharing the gospel with other people. And just beware of charlatans, beware of apostates, beware of false prophets. And I'm not saying this Greg Lockett is, is a false prophet or uh, an apostate, but the things, some of the things he puts out there, I just, uh, I cringe. I was about to say, I just cringe. And, uh, and him, and there's several others out there that I just, man, I'm like, every time I see it, I just, you know, I, I, God gives us a spirit of discernment. And just like Nicole's talking about, there's something about him that it bothers her too. I think that's that's a, a stirring of the spirit. I think that's when God gives us that discernment to, hey, something's not right here. We better get away from this, you know. And uh, Ed said, I just want to be ready whether I'm here or not during the tribulation. Exactly. Uh, whether we're here for the tribulation, part of the tribulation. I, I, I personally live in a, in a mid-tribulation. Uh, and there are those who would argue that with me. But uh, I do believe, uh, you know, some of you believe it will be raptured out before, but, you know, we've always read through Scripture about the testing of our faith and, uh, and how that we will be persecuted. And uh, so many around the world are being beheaded, killed, and tortured in the name of Jesus Christ. China alone, and we're not even talking about any other country, China alone uh, are beating people to death and, and, and imprisoning them because of uh, them trying to, uh, share the faith of the gospel. So the, the, just that country alone, not to mention the Middle East and everywhere else. And I believe that we have uh, gotten too um, uh, easy, too comfortable 
uh, in our walk with Christ here in this country because of the freedoms we hold dear. And based on these rioties and things that's going on, we're seeing our liberties being quickly eroded away. And I believe that we may be tested in ways we can never imagine if we live, if, we, if we're here during that point in time, that we may have to have a test of our faith uh, before we are raptured out. I could be wrong. I'm not saying that's that's fact. That's just my humble personal opinion. And so it says we're soft, and we are. And that's why I think seeing that we're seeing such uh, a lack of interest in churches, uh, low attendance in churches. People have come apathetic. They've become complacent. And uh, they take for granted uh, the freedom that they have to worship. And uh, that's why it's my encouragement to get into church, get involved. Let's pack these churches out and uh, let's not quit making excuses uh, to, uh, to not attend church. But my friends, let's be careful. Let's be on our guard. Let's pray for that, that, that discernment so that when these things are being put out there, we can say, hey, you know what? This is wrong. Uh, I appreciate the, the share, but uh, you know, let's, uh, we need to focus on the right thing. So be careful, just as even in Paul's time, these cunningly devised fables, trying to pretend they were something that they were not, and Paul called them out. Let's make sure that we are, uh, uh, are, are on our guard and call out these things that are false and not fall for every wind of doctrine, as God's word says. Let's have a word of prayer. Now, Father Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for another opportunity to spread the gospel message. Uh, Lord, I hope today's uh, teaching will uh, offer encouragement uh, to those who are listening and understanding and uh, that we can use uh, what we have learned today to apply to our spiritual walk uh, for your glory. And Lord, for someone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with you, Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us. Lead us, God, and watch over protect us this day. And Lord, be with this country. Bring healing upon this land. Touch hearts and minds like never before. Let people come to know you before it's too late. Be with our police officers. Lord, let them know that they are loved, needed, and appreciated. Protect them and their families. Lord, as I do each morning, I want to lift up our sister in Christ, Kim Penix, and Wendy Lee. And uh, pray to be with Ron and Thelma Thompson. I pray to be with Ginger and Troy Hood, and Linda David Feathers, and Mr. Roger Winters. Uh, Lord, I pray to be with my dad. Bring healing upon him. And Lord, I pray that uh, you'll be with our president. Give him knowledge, wisdom, and understanding in these difficult times. And Lord, I just pray that um, our election will have a positive and wonderful outcome, but that your will be done no matter what. And Lord, help us to be a light in this world of darkness. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Lord, I appreciate you all uh, uh, watching this uh, this morning, and uh, I hope that you all have a great and wonderful and fantabulous day today. I um, uh, just remember, don't let the, these events that are going on right now drag you down. It's easy to have a negative attitude, and, uh, and when you've got that negative attitude, it's like little things set you off, and when you have that negative attitude, uh, you always get behind some turkey on the road that really wants to uh, draw out that anger. <laughs> and, uh, and you want to take it out on them because of, of the uh, frustration you feel. So let's be aware of that and let us, all, let us fall for that. And uh, Ed, thank you for your uh, kind words. Uh, as always, uh, if you haven't already, uh, if you want to share these with your friends or family, they can find me on Facebook at Dr. Young 77 
If you have friends or family that you think would uh, be encouraged or would like to uh, uh, watch these devotions each morning, uh, they can also watch on on uh, our website at flbconline.com or on my YouTube channel, Dr. Matthias Young. They can always go there and watch. And as always, if you haven't already, you can subscribe to the Doc Young Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes, free of charge, audio only. And uh, you can listen to that as you're going out and about your days. It has a sermon, all of our sermons and uh, all of uh, the devotions that I do each morning on there as well. All of everybody has a great day, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, my friends, and God bless.